This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 69. Don't get any dirty thoughts on that. Just, just a number, so don't... Don't say anything. Mm, see? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's that's yeah. <laughs> Here with me tonight is Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And Nate Rowe. Here we go. And uh this is I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure I've said this before in past episodes, but I am also Lance John. Because I just I just realized I don't say my name on the show. So people are probably like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, you have a name? I thought we were just uh, conversing with God this whole time. Like I thought it's possible. I've only been doing this for like what Lord? years? <laughs> like, hey, I'm on the show too. No, um, <laughs> but yes, my name is Lance John. Uh, but anyway, guys, let's jump right in and uh, talk about some tech. And this piece of tech is like a bit of uh, politics behind it. Um, if you remember a few years ago, um, when Obama's administrations were in power and this whole thing started up with about net neutrality and how Verizon was just a big bad and trying to have policies passed where they wanted to more or less, the best way I can explain it was like, uh, Verizon and other companies like Verizon or ISPs like Verizon wanted to, um, have the ability to meter the internet for its customers. Meaning, just like how you buy your packages, um, your your TV packages, you know, like there's a basic, there's like a medium, there's a platinum or whatever, and you get all these other channels or whatnot. So they were trying to apply that same model to your internet. So instead of just paying one flat rate, you know, depending on the speeds you want to pay for, you just, because literally all you're just paying for is access and speed, um, they wanted to apply another thing on top of that where like, say you watch a lot of YouTube, so you will get charged, you know, either extra or you pay them an extra fee on your, on your cable, on your internet bill, where you can now have unlimited access to YouTube <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, and so that, that now with the new administration, it, you know, there was like the, the net neutrality bills like didn't get, you know, passed. It was like shot down. Um, because I believe the architects of the internet said, fuck you, no. <laughs> um, and, you know, and now the, the, the battle's back on again. And the new FCC chairman, um, you know, he is a, you know, Trump appointee. Um, he um, does not care for net neutrality and he wants to do away with it because he thinks it's, oh, it should be left up in the hands of the businesses and blah, 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 blah. And stuff of course like he that. does. Of course yeah. he does. Like, everything that comes out of Trump or Trump's people is going to be, what makes the most money? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. And, it's, you know, so if they... Because the funny thing is, T-Mobile actually violates net neutrality because they now give you... They kind of and they kind of don't because they, they the way they get customers in is, like, they say that, hey, if you join us, you you're like you streaming Netflix or Hulu or YouTube will not count against your 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 bandwidth cap, you know. So like if you have one and stuff like that, like you can stream it for free, like and they won't count it, you know, long as you're streaming those particular 
apps and services. So when you think about it, I mean, it sounds good for customers, but on the other hand, it's not, it's kind of skirting the law in a way. It's capitalism at its finest. It's it's, it's one company saying we're going to partner with this company, and if people want to get reduced prices or whatever, they're going to have to go through us. It's it's yeah, it's sleazy, but it's that's what America's founded on. So mm. yeah, like, <laughs> it does not surprise me in the least bit. You know, and so right now the biggest battle that that's the battle is back on again, and um, because I've always said that this battle will continue as long as there's some corporation out there trying to make more money, for finding different ways to make it, because they will come up with all kind of artificial ways of saying, oh, it's too much strain on our bandwidth and blah 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 and all this other bullshit. Even though we're like rank one of the lowest country for internet speeds in the world, like we're just terrible at all this <laughs> stuff. Like I you know. believe it. Yeah, it's like it's 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 just just off the wall stupid, and that's why they cry like little bitches when Google rolled out their fiber network in um in some states. They were like, "Oh well, they're not a they're not a a a, a ISP like us. Why can't they?" Because apparently, if you're an ISP, you have to pay some sort of tax to the government, um, to be one. So and because Google is not traditionally an ISP, so they weren't paying that particular tax. They you oh. know they were like brought up in court and all this other bullshit. There's a lot of things going on but right now there's a bunch of um this particular article talks about um all these startups that band together to fight um this you know not to kill net neutrality and how you know so it's it's pretty interesting read um it's you know a lot of legal mumbo jumbo in a way but if you really care about paying just one fee to be online and not be metered or tethered or just some sort of way like you know where you have to pay extra just to access Facebook or something like that, or to, you know, where you can freely go wherever you want on the internet at the same speeds that you're paying for without being, you know, any of that stuff, you know, I would say pay attention to this because it will affect you in some, in, in many ways. It will affect a lot of people, especially startups. It will affect people like us who are podcasters who, um, I rely on my internet so we can do the show because all of us are remote and it's like, you know, I don't want to have to pay extra five dollars on my bill so that I can just podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I could just pay my run my one flat fee. You know? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous because there's a million websites out there and a million you know applications. So it's ridiculous uh, not to have you know net neutrality and like okay, I got to pay five dollars to look at this site to to read this blog post. You know, <laughs> if somebody posts it on Facebook or you know pay five dollars to watch this video somebody posted on on facebook it's, it's ridiculous well it also kind of blows my mind that they think they can start charging extra for something that was free like imagine if you tried to do that to other things in life like imagine if you were just like Oh, yeah, you know how you like to go walk in nature? Yeah, there's a new law that anytime you walk in nature, you have to pay $5 on your taxes that year. It's like, what? It's nature. No. Like, I'm not paying you because I went on a walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. Man. Like, it's the same kind of applies if 
we watch it like there are people out there who live on YouTube. That's what they do all day when they're not doing shit. They watch a lot of YouTube or watch a lot of IGN or watch a lot of whatever. GamingRebellion.com. Pretty much. Yeah. Plug right there for Gaming Rebellion. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, you know, there, there's people out there that just spend their time doing what they like on the internet. And uh, like, if you're going to do that, do it for services that are already charging some sort of fee and then just incorporate that you that's between the companies to work out a fee or whatever you know what i mean so like i could understand if um well i could semi understand if netflix themselves said we're jacking up the fee for a dollar or something or something like that even that much sucks but you know you can't say the the internet company can't say okay well you have to pay netflix to use their service but you have to pay us to use it well and it's like what Go fuck yeah. yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already paying for the service, and I'm paying you for my internet. What is the problem here? Why do you have to get a couple extra dollars out of me? I don't understand. You know? Yeah. Anyway. It's just just another way to try and nickel and dime people. And that's just one of the potential nonsense that could come out of this if net neutrality is rolled back, you know? Um, so, I, like I said, if you care about this stuff, if you care about what we do as well, and if you do it yourself as well, and you want to have this free, uh, not it's not free access, but it's more or less just one fee, one flat fee to get online and do this stuff, you know, check, make sure you pay attention, vote if you have to, protest if you have to, oh, whatever you need to do, sign a petition, I don't care. We can't let this shit happen. Because I, in the last one, when they, the last round of this bullshit that they tried, I, you know, I voted against it. I, you know, you know, I wasn't out in any protest, but I was, you know, I, I did, um, sign petitions and stuff like that to make sure that this does not ever get rolled back. Because this is some of the shit that some of these companies are just looking to do, licking their lips. Just like, mm, you can't get all this money, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, let's move on. Um, do uh, well. This is more like a PSA because not really much to say here. So there, uh, it'll be in the link below. Uh, so there's been a short film of you know starring, well not starring, but featuring the Hoff. You know Hassel Hasselhoff, if you know who that is. Um, where he stars in an AI scripted film. <laughs> I would say check it out. It's about seven minutes long. Um, if you can it get it, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. If you get it, then fucking comment and tell me what a dumbass I am. But I watched it and was like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I, I didn't really. Yeah, anyway. I would say just check it out. I thought it was pretty funny. And, you know, we'll, we'll get to it, though. <laughs> One day, like I said, comment. Let us know. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, moving on. It was a little different structure today because our last topic is going to be a bit of a conversation. Um, we're going to talk about some gaming. Uh, so, the Call of Duty... Duty. Uh, uh, Call of Duty franchise has put out another trailer for Call of Duty World War Two, And um, <clears throat> like in many things today in, um, in our pop culture or just... Um, I mean, a representation is important, and most there's an article on Polygon where it's entitled "Call of Duty World War II's Diversity is Nothing More Than Marketing." So, you know, from I've seen the trailer, and I mean, have you guys seen the trailer as well? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, I did. I did see the trailer. Yep. And I, I didn't really, I like, I, I was like, 
okay, it's just another Call of Duty, you know, to, I, I was like, it's not something I'm probably going to get because I don't care. Like, I don't like retro, I don't like retro shooters. I, I, I don't think they're fun um, because, well, what I mean by retro shooters, I mean like something that has like, the mechanics of like our old school guns and all this other stuff because I know it makes it a little bit more challenging and it's probably fun for some people, but I'm not like obsessed with shit like that. Like, and it's, you know, it is what it is. But the trailer came out, and, you know, they, it seems like they're going to feature in key battles off World War Two and stuff like that. And, you know, their the gripe with this particular article is that, um, th- like, they're trying to say that they're going to also represent all the people who took pl- um, took part in this, um, in the uh, in the war. Uh, you know, because there were um, women that took pl- took part in the war, like their role and everything like that, and um, African American me- uh, men and women as well, and just people of color and stuff like that. Like, what role did they play? And more or less, the, the article is saying, well, you know, the perspective that we've gotten over the years, as long as I've been alive, you know, and I've only been alive shortly. Um, <laughs> uh, whenever World War One or World War Two or anything that like considered that type of genre of movie and stuff like that, it's always about um, the white guy. It's always about um, their story, that particular story, or like a, a soldier or something like that. That it's centered around that, and there are there might be some mention of somebody of color or a woman or something like that, but it's mostly like in a supporting role. It's never really the center of the tension and stuff like that. So it kind of seems like nobody else had a pivotal moment in this war, <laughs> you know, as it led up to. So it's like, those are the type of things that the um, the article is trying to point out about this. And they feel like the um, what they're trying to market isn't that, like it's not they don't feel it's genuine. They just, they just don't think it's actually it's changing anybody's minds. And it's probably most likely, you know, I mean, the, the game is not out yet. I should say, I believe there's a beta out, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Um, but you know, it's not like the, this is not the first time call of duty has been in the news for some sort of controversial things, but you know, um, so, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that this um, article is on the money about what they're talking about? Do you think like they're like the Call of Duty franchise is pandering a bit to like people of color, trying to give them something? I I had no idea anything about what is being said right now. Like, I, I had no idea. I didn't know they were trying to take that realistic of a tone. First of all, um, racism was a very big thing back then because it was still the 40s and as i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure segregation and stuff didn't start kicking in until late 60s early 70s so um or desegregation i should say i'm sorry um so it was yeah like that was still a very big thing back then um you know if you were it was it was probably not a good thing if you were an African-American male and got drafted. Like, you were probably getting sent to where nobody else wanted to get sent. Um, there, there was a lot of foul shit going on with that. And that's cool that they want to... Not That's not cool. But it's cool that they want to kind of show that and represent that. But I just don't know if Call of Duty is the game to do that. Like, Call of Duty yeah. is known for just being this mindless sandbox multiplayer shooter... And the single-player story is kind of just there to uh, just be there. Yeah, yeah, just to be there, yeah. Um, And I just don't see... If they're trying to take some serious tone with... with, 
you know, issues of race and issues of sexism and, um, you know, women were, were obviously very mistreated in the war. You know what I mean? Like the, if you, if you were a woman nurse overseas and you were raped by a soldier, who the fuck were you going to tell? You know what I'm saying? Like you were in a battle zone and like, yeah, there was some horrid atrocities that went down via American soldiers. Um, but yeah, just is Call of Duty the place to address these? Th- I don't think so, man. Like, get, my thing with this game is okay. Battlefield said we're we're doing World War One, so naturally, Call of Duty is like okay. Well, that was successful. We have to have some sort of answer. We're going to do World War Two, um, and it just Battlefield has always had a better single player experience um, than Call of Duty, just in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Um, I so I could I could see I could almost see Battlefield getting away with that a little bit more a, a more story driven narrative that's um, that's talking about the issues of the past and and stuff like that but yeah I just don't see Call of Duty being that that medium man like don't get me wrong when I saw the trailer I thought the trailer looked cool where you know the you're on the uh, U boat I want I want to say it's called and um, you know the lids are dropping on Normandy, and it'll be like playing Medal of Honor Frontline back in the day, but just with nice, crisp new graphics. And that, in an, in and of itself, looks like kind of an allure. You know what I mean? If you like Saving Private Ryan, you'll probably love this game. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, Call of Duty has never been known for some sort of deep crazy story like the best story out of a call of duty game came from one of the black ops games i think um one of the first ones you know what i mean because it was kind of a little out there it was a little new for its time you know but now it's like nah, no just stop it's a call of duty <laughs> game just make just make it good fighting just make it good if you want like fix your mechanics fix throw some new things in that that makes it stand out from other call of duties before you try to go all because like nobody buys a call of duty for the story like that's been said by no one ever so like nobody's like oh i bought the i bought the new call of duty man but fuck multiplayer i just want to play the story it's like (laughs) what no that's stupid you know so anyway i'm i mean i'm not the type of person to really play you know i don't really play games like call of duty or battlefield i'm I'm pretty much the type of gamer that plays like Devil May Cry and Zelda and Shadow of the Colossus. So I like really big story-driven games. Um, the only first-person shooter I really play is Overwatch, and even that kind of has a story. So, uh, mm. you know, but I I agree with Nate. Um, you know, it's cool that they're trying, you know, I think it's cool that they're making, you know, they have this game that's trying to be more diverse to appeal to the crowd. But um, again, it's, it's just a game. It can take liberties. It can do whatever it wants. If it, whether it's realistic or not, I mean, look at inglorious bastards. Like, you know, that was a, yeah. you know, that was based in world war two, but that obviously took liberties. I mean, I'm pretty sure Hitler wasn't machine gunned to death uh, in real life. Uh, Spoiler warning, so sorry. You, so you think. So you think. <laughs> so we think. That's, ex- that's exactly <laughs> how it actually went down, and then we just never knew. I mean, a part of me, I, I do think it's interesting uh, that they're including, like, a, like a more diverse cast. Because whenever, it's true, whenever we watch, like, World War II movies, we always see just, like, you know, the, the white soldiers, you know, the American, you know, from the American army when World War II uh 
you know, it was extremely diverse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just, you know, we weren't just, you know, the out, there was all the out. It wasn't a one-sided war. No, it wasn't a like, one-sided yeah. war. And, and I think it's cool that this game is exploring saying like, oh, they, you're, you're going to be, you know, I guess you'll be seeing a German family and then there's going to be a British officer and then uh, an, another African-American officer and then they're from another regiment and then they're saying there's going to be even a, a female French resistance fighter, which I don't know if there right. were... Yeah. I, I did hear that there were female soldiers. I don't know if they were just support or they were just nurses. There were even, there were even female fighter pilots too. Yeah, and I believe whenever it. Whenever they went down... Yeah, they were like captured and stuff. It's just that they they don't, I, I, you know, they they're just not mentioned too many times. And I think um, what you know from from the perspective of like the well, not I didn't write the article. What I'm imagining the perspective that the person who wrote this article is trying to convey is like representation is still important, especially in 2017. That you know you could do that in Call of Duty, but like Nate said, I don't know. I mean. I understand that Call of Duty is probably the biggest, well, it's no longer the biggest first-person shooter um, because, you know, Overwatch. <laughs> um, but it's, um, you know, it's one of, it's, it used to be one of the biggest ones. And it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of weird that they, like, you know, people, I guess people are now, like, pointing out, like, you know, the war is a much bigger thing. There are much more stories to be told. And instead of just seeing the same story over and over again, um, to try and like figure out, okay, what are these untold stories and stuff like that? But yes, I do agree that you know it is a video game, um, and a lot of it is probably going to be fictional. Um, I doubt that Call of Duty spent years going and speaking to these soldiers. It was like, so tell me how this happened, and who was there, and you know, we're going to recreate all these stuff. Like, let's recreate all the horrors you saw in <laughs> World War II. Well, <laughs> and another reason, another reason, I would, I would almost assume that we don't see very many movies about how rough uh, uh, African-American soldiers were treated or how rough women were treated in the war. Um, it's probably because you don't see Germany making many movies about how great Nazism was or killing Jews. Like, yeah. countries tend to try to turn a blind eye to what... That like they're bad things in the past, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, that that's on, that's yeah. behind us. Let's let's move on. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> I mean, at some like point, you do have to kind of move on. But at, at the same time, it is yeah, like there there needs to be accurate representations of, of shit like that. Um, and yeah. but I just again, just I don't think Call of Duty is the place to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't think so. Either. I mean, like so. I said, I I don't know if it's for. Uh, I don't know if the quote-unquote diversity is nothing more than marketing, uh, but just in general, it's it's cool to see, like, you know, to hear about, you know, other stories about other people in World War II other than just what we usually see, like in Saving Private Ryan, um, you know, but yeah, like Nate said, I don't know if, if Call of Duty is the place to, to tell it, but just in general... Uh, it would be cool to see, you know, more stories of World War II with more diversity. Because apparently in the Soviet Union, there were about 800,000 women that served in the armed forces during World War II. Think of, see something, yeah, of, see something, yeah. of, see something about that. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there, there, just, there, there are like, 
you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm only saying this with a grain of salt. I don't know when I say cool stories. Um, uh, there there are like so many different ways we can still look at these world wars and stuff like that, and uh, the people who are behind creating these narratives and stuff like it seems like you know it's either they don't know how to go ahead and create these narratives or they just can't find the people to do it or you know what i'm saying or maybe it's just such an unknown written history that it's not worth it or it's maybe not a sexy enough story to sell Mm -hmm. to sell in in a video game form or book form or or like you know television or a movie or something like that but you know it is what it is i guess um i don't know when this game is going to come out like i said i don't uh have um you know i don't i don't i don't care when it comes out because i don't play so, you know. <laughs> in, in fairness there are there are some movies out there about this very issue um or at least pertaining to it in a small bit um like in uh i believe there's a movie about the tuskegee airmen um, ah was, yes the re- uh, red something i, I think it was just called the tuskegee airman but anyway, yeah 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 anyway but yeah there are there are some movies out there that that talk about these issues and stuff but um yeah like there's just not it, many yeah, yeah there's just not many that's for sure so saving private ryan like all white guys like, <laughs> in fact i like i was sitting here trying to saving think ryan while ryan. you guys were well while you guys were talking i was sitting here trying to think like was there a black guy in that whole movie <laughs> Like, like seriously, I really don't remember a black guy in that whole movie, and that is ridiculous. That's crazy, man. Like, not not to, not uh, not saying that there necessarily had to have been a black guy on the team or whatever, which there should have been anyway. But it doesn't. Not, I'm not saying that. It's just I remember specific parts in the movie where they're walking by, and there's like a bunch of airmen that are just like just you know like the people uh air troopers that just dropped in and they're all passing by and they they come across all you know all kinds of american troops at while they're trying to find saving uh, while they're trying to find ryan and um yeah. I, yeah i don't remember one one black guy i really don't i don't remember, I remember one either. black guy <laughs> in the movie man that is I'm, that is crazy i'm looking at like the cast on imdb Nope. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. See, anybody that would have been named, I already knew wasn't black. But I was trying yeah, to even yeah. think of extras. Like I was trying to think uh, of people just walking by, and I don't, re- I don't remember. I remember. Shit. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. one dude. Even in the battle, the actual like the Normandy when when they were dropping troops in and stuff like from the from the boats. I don't remember any but any black guys on that either, man. It was just yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. It's uh, you know, yeah. It's a big misrepresentation in Saving Private Ryan. We just found a, a huge hole in Saving Private Ryan that I don't think anybody's ever addressed oh, before. Tom Hanks is secretly as racist as Mel Gibson. I think we just figured that out. That's a different episode. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, wow. Um, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, I mean. We'll see when this game comes out. I don't know, do game versus or whatever, but I don't care about um, Call of Duty. So, anyway, let's move on to our next topic here in the uh, gaming section. So, now, this next one, 
I am sure is hotly debated. Well, was, is, maybe now, I don't know. But this comes from digitaltrends.com and their title is Replacing Your Console with a Gaming PC is a Brilliant Idiotic Idea. <laughs> so, <clears throat> now, if you read the article, it tells you, you know, it's kind of like the same complaints that you've heard over time about, you know, console gamers versus PC gamers and stuff like that. It's like the cost, the maintenance, the know-how, the technical problems you have to deal with, and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, which, you know, with PC gamers, they're, they're usually pushed back is like, well, it's an investment, you know, it's, uh, you know, I don't have to deal with bad graphics, blah, blah. I have a bigger library. Um, I have more flexibility, that sort of thing. And I'm not by, I'm not bought into just one, um, you know, brand or, or, or uh, quote unquote, a uh, walled garden. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like buying Apple cause you just love Apple. You just want everything to be Apple. So, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Um, you know, I myself and Nate as well. We're both PC gamers. I mean, I also we also have consoles. Uh, we enjoy both because you know why? We're just gamers and we just like to play games. Well, <laughs> I started off as a very very big console fan, and I absolutely hated the PC Master Race. And <laughs> like, I, I, like I'll tell you, like that that statement is pretty much true. If you're a console gamer and you're thinking about switching over to PC. Let me break it down for you, okay? Like you're going to get yes, you're going to get better graphics, you're going to get uh more than likely faster load times depending on your PC if you're actually putting some money into it. Um there yeah, you can have a nice big library um but some of the drawbacks are yes, um like when you get a game on console it either works or it don't. Like it's it's one Pretty of the much, two. Yeah. If you put a game, a disc into your console or download a game onto your console, it'll either boot right up or it won't because you don't have some you know whatever. Um, with a PC game, you could have a driver out of date. You could have something. I mean, like it could be the most minuscule thing. There could be a little port blocked. Uh, so, something that is fucking your game up. And you have to problem solve. You have to figure that out. And I, I think a lot of console gamers have just gotten very, very used to it either works or it doesn't. And so that's a very big obstacle for some of them, you know, believe it or not. You know, it's like <laughs> they don't want to problem solve when going to game. They just want it to work. You know, and I understand that. You know what I mean? Like when you're going to game, you're usually doing it for relaxation or something like that. And um, you, yeah, and the last thing you want is to be problem solving before the game. <laughs> like I gotta solve a puzzle before the game. Yay! This is fun. Um, the game of life. <laughs> but yeah, you know exactly. But it, you know, the, yeah, it's 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 a brilliant idiotic idea because you're gonna get. Uh, chances are your your PC is probably gonna outlive a console. Um, especially, likely, yeah. especially with how fast they're bringing out new. <laughs> this is the Xbox 1.5, 7, 8, 9, 14. And it's like, Stop, yeah, oh, you know, so like, yeah, you're, they, like if you put $1,300 into a PC, you're going to probably have something that's going to last a few years and still be, still be able to play games a few years down the road that are probably still, you know, pretty, pretty good quality. Um, yeah. but yeah, it comes with, 
It comes with that, you know. Like I, oh, I, I am so horrible at playing mouse and keyboard. Me so too. horrible, dude. Like oh, games, yeah. it'll blow a console. It'll, yeah, dude, it'll blow a console player's mind the first time they go to they buy a game and figure out there's no controller support. That will blow their mind, like because it blew mine. Like I, I, bought, I remember one. I can't remember the game itself right now, but I, I bought something and I was excited to play it. And I was like, yes, let's let's do this. This is what? Why is my controller not working? I don't. Okay, hold on. Oh no, no, I just got. Okay, I got this. I just got to go to options. There's yeah. Sometimes you get. Wait, what? Nothing. There's there's no. What? This is ridiculous. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it, and it, yeah. Anyway, I cannot. It's just for some reason I cannot do W A S D to move and mouse. Like I can do that and look around, but I cannot like hit my other shit, like the one two three four and all these other buttons. Yeah. Like no, no. On controllers, it just seems so much easier because I already know it, like, like by heart. I don't have to look down at the controller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if it tells me to press oh, X, man, I know so where X is. You know what I mean? Anyway. Shit on um, us going, oh, you can't use a keyboard and mouse? Like, heck, I can't. <laughs> uh, go fuck yourselves. How about that shit? Because, yeah, I'm just not good at it, man. At least I can admit my fucking, my shortcomings, I, you know. I still use a old Xbox 360 controller. Like, the wired ones. A lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah, I got a PS3 Into controller. a Windows PC, and it works. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, that's I what I use. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a... I use 360 yeah. controller, yeah. That's I've always used one, man. It's just the most natural to me, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it works. <laughs> it works. There's no batteries or anything to deal with. Just plug it in. That sucker stays powered on, <laughs> I, and it works pretty well to me. I, um, I, oh no, you know, I was just like, I was just saying like I don't need on PC gaming. I I've you know I I have like a Steam account. I don't play that many PC games, but I have Steam, and if I see a game like oh cool, Psychonauts is is a dollar, I could play this straight on my computer. That's great. But I have come across like the problems, like the game would suddenly just like crash on me, and it's like this application has closed unexpectedly, and I'm like, what do I do? Because yeah. while yeah. I'm computer savvy, I'm not that savvy to know like what am I missing? Why can't I play in this game? So, and I don't mind going out and getting like the new consoles because yeah. I'm kind of a video game hoarder, where or collector. A collector, but probably really a hoarder. Uh, and I like displaying, like, oh, my, my you know, collection of consoles throughout the years. I mean, I still have my really old consoles. Like, uh, I still have my NES in, like, my garage somewhere. Uh, my Genesis is hooked up somewhere still. I got my Dreamcast. So I love showing off, like, it's like a history of gaming right here. And, you know, I have all four, you know, I've, I've had PlayStation since PlayStation 1. So I... You know, I don't mind that. I mean, I don't like the idea. It's like, oh, here's PlayStation. You got PlayStation 4. Here's the PlayStation 4 Slim, which is great if you never bought a PS4 before. But if you already own it, it's like, I don't care. I don't need to buy, you know, that, uh, you know, a new advanced version of the game system. I mean, I got a new 3DS, which is, you know, it's pretty much the same thing as a regular 3DS. But the one I got was limited edition so don't judge me <laughs> but it runs great yeah <laughs> I, I would say i would say that um i would i mean i started out as a heavy console gamer nintendo first and then the playstation and then the xbox um 
And it's, it's not like, you know, the only reason why I play a lot of video games on my computer now is because I built my own computer, but, but to do editing. And it just happened that it can play games as well, you know, based on the shit I put in there. And, you know, I think I'll probably play more of console gaming if they had sales like Steam, you know, and which sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And I know they have like, you got to pay like this yearly subscription thing to like Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus and you would get like a free game a month or something like that, um, which is cool, but it's not always, but you don't get to choose which game, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to choose that. You know, they don't give you, like, a slew of games that are on sale all the time. And, you know, some of the games, it's like, eh, well, I can get that on PC for, like, maybe half the price of whatever price they're offering at that sale price, you know? And if you're really computer savvy enough, you know, you can get that free <laughs> if you really want to go that deep, <laughs> you know, and crack games and all kind of nonsense. But um, <clears throat> that's neither here nor there with that. Uh, but, yeah, it is definitely an idiotic, a brilliant idiotic idea to, uh, you know, try to replace your stuff. Because it's, like I said, if you are not a computer hardware guy and software guy uh, or woman, um, this is not going to work for you. Because you're going to get probably be more frustrated because for most people who's just starting out doing this stuff, it is reprehensibly expensive to start out <laughs> you know because not only are you spending a lot of money on a, on a mouse but a keyboard then your monitor has to be a certain frequency you know you know like hertz refresh rates and shit like that and then your headphones and then maybe if you want to stream there's a camera then you gotta get the right processor and you know use some ssd card it, it just adds up but like i said it's like a really good investment um, but that's if i would say if you're gonna go that hard make sure you're actually going to produce something out of it Instead of just like, yeah, I'm just going to play games. Because if you're going to drop $1,500 just to play games, I would say that you just wasted your money. Because you're not, you know, I feel like you need to then work <laughs> at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you need to do something. You need to stream. You need to edit. You need to do something. Then just like, I'm going to justify myself dropping $1,500. Because I'm pretty sure nobody's going to drop $1,500 <laughs> yeah. on a, the next yeah, Xbox. That's... You know that's the thing too. Nobody's it's like it's going to cost fifteen hundred dollars to make this gaming machine just so you can play games that are pr almost free. Well, I mean, I granted at the same time right. it's like you know there's always sales on game systems. It's like okay, I'm going to invest two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, me, I always, I always wait. I, I you know unless it's a game I really, really, really want, I'll buy it or pre-order it when it comes out. But other times where it's just a game, I can like wait on it and wait until the hype dies down and I'll get it on sale. So <laughs> that's how I budget. Uh, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure if you get that, that computer system and get it working right, I'm sure it's the best gaming experience ever. But I'm content with what I have. So <laughs> if I knew how to build a computer, I would do it. But right now, yeah. my computer is solely for like art and you know editing purposes and while i can play games on here it's there's not too much space for it so it's like yeah. okay the occasional game that i see that goes on sale on steam i'll play it you know on my computer but i yeah yeah yeah, yeah it definitely is an investment yeah it definitely is an investment to each lot. their own <laughs> we'll see let us know in the yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think, guys. If you want, you know, PC Master Race, or I just love consoles, or whatever. Well, I don't know. I, you know what? That that whole conversation 
it's probably out of control anyway. Um, but you know, but yeah, check it out. Check out your your options. What's what's more financially feasible? You know, space wise, what your ambitions are, and go from there. You know, do what works for you. Um. So next, uh, last topic here in gaming is about Nintendo's Joy Cons and the joy <laughs> of squeezing boobs. Um, I don't know if that's sure joyous for whom, um, but... I'm sure it's joyous Nintendo for decided. some people out there. That's why they're <laughs> yeah. called Joy-Cons. It's, it's joyful. Yeah, so so Nintendo, you know, we, you know, I keep forgetting that, you know, we everybody, when you think about Nintendo in the last 10 years or so, everybody thinks about Nintendo as this family-friendly, just you know what I'm saying like just a this a nice uh you know you 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 buy this console you give it to your child and you most likely won't have anything on there that will scar them <laughs> or you know what you think might traumatize them in some way or be like lewd or anything like that but nope 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 you got to you know just got to remember guys it's still Old Japan. Dude, I'm a single guy. I'm a single guy, have been for a long time. And even I think this is creepy, man. Like it's just creepy, dude. Like like and I I would be interested to see maybe this will deter people from actually groping real people, maybe. I don't know, but it just seems like we're you're just trying to make perverts early. Like you're just like because a kid, a kid's not gonna really like take a nine-year-old kid who somehow gets his hand on this game, playing Switch, and goes to school and totally gropes one of his classmates, thinking that's okay. You know what I mean? And well, I'm, well, I'm just saying, like that. It, I guarantee you, something like that's gonna it's happen. A possibility, you know I mean? yeah. yeah, like, like. Anyway, it's just it's just stupid. Like it's it like why why do you need to do like why why do you need this game, uh, especially on Nintendo? It's very like you like you said, Lance. It's really weird that I that they're allowing this on there to be promoted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anyway, they won't allow a child to stream well, their games, but they're allowed this. So shit we should probably put this in context. Like thinking. what exactly we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, we should, I, I guess yes, we should. in Japan there's My a bad. series of games. <laughs> I don't know how many there are, but it was a game that came out on the 3DS called Senren Kagura, which is um, it's basically about a bunch of very well endowed female ninjas. Uh, that uh, what kind of game is it? It's mm. just like a like a it's. It's a two D ish, like like two point five D ish side scroller. Um, it was like the name like blank on me, like a double thing. dragon type of But every time like the girls yeah, level much, up or yeah, power yeah, up, it's yeah. like when they do a transformation sequence, uh, or you have to, you know you have to press a button at the right time to transform. But if you miss it, like she transforms into her her lingerie instead, and it's like a big close-up and since it's on the 3ds you get to see three-dimensionally her boobs mm. and her butt sticking out you know so <laughs> uh, yeah there, there are there are 3d versions of the game as and well there and was actually swing. i think like, they yeah, weren't gonna so. bring or i don't know how many games there there's like i think two games one or two games for the 3ds and I, one of the games was actually 
localized for you know the English market. I I think there was a whole petition, be, you know, fans saying, "Please bring this mm-hmm. over, localize it." They're like it's not because we're perverts; it's because it's actually really good gameplay. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> it's actually it's a really good beat 'em up side scroller. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I guess they announced it. Yeah. So recently they announced that, you know, in the, there was a Nintendo Direct, uh, like a week ago about, you know, the new games coming out, but only for the one that was aired in Japan, they're coming out with, I guess, a new, you know, title Mm. from the series for the Nintendo Switch. And in the video, it's, it's basically saying like, you know, you see all these, like, I guess, game developers in a laboratory, like trying to figure out how to squeeze the game controller like a boob like yeah, there's jiggle, jiggle physics and you yeah. see in the video like them holding water balloons as I, and they're squeezing the, the joy-con <laughs> controller like oh if you notice the woman in the video looks so uncomfortable like she looks so uncomfortable having to hold this water balloon like yeah, this like, is like, totally this is not what my boob like, feels like. Thing, <laughs> I don't think, like I said, I never played the game, but I don't think a part of the game was like you can grope the girls in, in the game since it was on the 3DS. The whole thing was just like, oh, look, we're utilizing the 3D to yeah. see them like, the boobs pop understand. out in 3D. It, you know, not so much touching. <laughs> Well, but I don't even. Then what does it matter? Then the way you hold the Joy-Con, then like if yeah, it's like, not about touching the boobs, then then what does it matter? Like what they're trying to do is show like that they can simulate how real boobs jiggle and stuff, and that's based on how you touch the controller, right? So you're if if you're yeah okay, you might not be actually like grabbing their boobs on the game or whatever that's not what i'm saying but it's still it's it's still just creepy it's weird it's weird and creepy like i'm looking at some of the um there uh there's there's one thing here it's called (laughs) this is a video all sexy finishers um from the game this is all like all (laughs) 1080p 60 it is it's porn this is straight porn. Like I don't, I don't like. I don't yeah, understand. It's, it's like they're like they're fighting, and when for some reason, even though one character hits another character in the head, is it porn part or of just her skirt comes apart. Because do they actually get <laughs> so, nude? Or do they? It's. Oh, they're Roger. naked. They it get, doesn't. It uh, doesn't matter. Like there is going to be there is going to be kids going through Kleenex boxes by the dozens on these. Man, it's serious. Like it, that's what this game is for. Like serious. Like, there's, like, there's a finisher where like all her clothes comes off, and then there's like really bright lights that's covering her nipples oh, and okay. you know genitals. So they sketch. Yeah, it's it's porn. It's like a, it's, it's a, yeah, it's it's hentai. It's hentai. Isn't hentai what they call anime <laughs> porn? porn? Over there, yeah. Pretty anyway, much, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, that's what it is. That's exactly. Like, oh, here's a finisher. Let's knock her back. She gets butt naked and ends up in a tree. <laughs> that's the best part. She ends up in a tree. <laughs> I was like, what? What is happening? And yeah, so I. I I don't know what Nintendo's thinking. Well, I don't think I don't they know created why they thought the game. This is a I good think idea. they're just, <laughs> a, you know. I just don't understand why they're supporting it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, they they're not, like, that's the thing is, it doesn't, they could, 
But they could have totally yeah. released this game like under the table, not at like not saying that the the company couldn't advertise the game, but Nintendo could have told them straight up, we don't want our name anywhere on this. Like we're gonna have this on our console, obviously, but in your commercials, well, don't I mean, say only on Switch. Like don't say nothing like that. It's just. Direct, which is cool. yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. Is like they're owning this. Like Nintendo, Nintendo could have taken any steps they wanted to try and distance no, themselves from this talks. game, and that obviously <laughs> didn't no, happen. When they have so a good just, big fan base for it, yeah, I don't know how well, big a fan base, but obviously. I don't know. It, it must be. It obviously is a game for the Japanese market. Like it, it's just yeah. not a game. It's not. Well, I'm just saying it's not. A, it's not a game that I, I guarantee you more Japanese people will buy this game than American people. Like almost guaranteed. Right? We can we can safely assume that. I, w- I would I would I would assume venture that, yeah. to say yeah. So yeah, it's probably just not a game for I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird and creepy. <laughs> Stupid. Nintendo, you make the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. We're going to take away the NES Classic that's obviously a moneymaker for us, and uh, here's some boobs. We don't we don't really do this best, very often, but, best, you know. The best part is boobs. when they're showing, like, like what? physics of the boob is when they're taking, like, the Joy-Con, the joystick, and, like, circling it around and around with the thumb. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like yeah. when I when I picture the guy who makes business decisions for Nintendo, I picture this like <laughs> drunk Japanese uncle who's like he's just always drunk and he comes into the office and he tells them what to do and they have to do it and they're like, Fuck man, well he said to do it, man. He was but he was drunk, uh, so what, man? He's like, <laughs> like I just <laughs> this older like, Japanese man just drunk all the time. Like like one of like this is how crazy this is, right? So one of their tra- like you were saying, Alyssa, like how to transform into like lingerie battle gear or whatever. Like she literally rips off her shirt and then the you know the ninja scrolls that you see in like Naruto, it pops up between her cleavage, and that's how she transformed. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, yo, I mean, I'm a grown adult, and it's like I can probably look at this game and just laugh. It's not something I would actually buy and play because it, it, it just, you know, it's I, I I can't like this is just stupid. I don't I, like I don't understand. I don't understand the logic. I mean, I get the logic, but I don't understand why. Apparently, there's an anime. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why them. Why is it? Oh, and the I'm anime sure, I'm has sure. been licensed. Yeah. And the anime has been licensed <laughs> by Quake in North America. Yay! Oh, Lord. And I subscribe to Funimation, too, as well. <sighs> They're probably going to like recommend it to me or some bullshit. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, apparently there's three <sighs> games for okay. the 3DS. Anyway, anyway, One came out in 2011. The one that was that yeah. came out in America that was localized is called Senrin Kagura Burst, <laughs> and I guess there was another <laughs> one, but that was released, and now they're making. Now, in fairness to Nintendo, this is not like this is the first time they've ever let chicks that were barely clothed on any of their games. Like, if you played the Bayonetta games, you know what I'm talking about. She pretty much um, used her hair. Yeah, so, you know, like, it's not the first time, but it is just a little shocking that they're embracing this boob technology the way they are. It's just, yeah, anyway, just a little odd for Nintendo. So Yeah, very odd. But, 
We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> when, when this thing comes out, get your, get your drink on and get your jiggle faces on <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be <laughs> Sounds weird when you oh, say it, Alyssa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, I can make funny jokes too. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Speaking of Kleenexes, oh Disney put. No, I'm just playing. No, no. Stop it. That's horrible. Our last discussion is uh, is, is Disney related. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, another Yay. Cars movie is coming out, and you know, over the years, um, the topic pretty much is like over the years, I've heard really dark fan theories about the cars like universe right like one in particular about you know seeing piles of dead ske- like skeletons in you know they're just like imagining a piles of dead humans somewhere that the cars all killed everyone and <laughs> they took over everything because there's like there's like their homes they live in and monuments that are created and stuff like that and like and that's this is this is our future guys is there all cars all vehicles have got have gotten sentience and decided to kill us all um but for some reason decided to make some of them stupid and some of them not <laughs> it's like <laughs> and very humanistic characteristics and stuff like that and um this particular one like they're saying that um this particular you know part three is that um is they're trying to point out like how we now have the autonomous car technology that's coming out now right you know teslas and stuff like that and how google's testing all these self-driving cars and trucks and stuff like that and they're like some people are saying well this is our future but mind you i should say this is just a fan theory stuff about this this is not exactly what's happening in these in the movies and stuff like that. you've ever seen them i mean although you know some of them you can like it's kind of weird right like, have you guys seen Cars, like, you know, part one or two? Or just, like, uh, I saw the first one. Like, I don't remember anything about it? about it except for Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> making redneck jokes. Yeah, he was well, yeah, he Mater. Truck? I think he played and, yeah, You know, they yeah, were tipping, like, meter, cows, meter. which were, <laughs> you know, they were obviously, like, what are those forklifts or some shit? <laughs> forklifts or something like that? <laughs> yeah. The first one made a little more sense to me. Like, I've seen the first one, and I saw part of the second one. I don't even think I sat through all the second one. But the first one made a little more sense, because it was like, hey, it's a bunch of cars, and it's a movie about the cool athlete guy who has to go to Podunk Town (laughs) and learn to be humble. You know, like, that that was the overarching theme of the movie, right? So, and then you got Cars 2, which is... This same guy who learned the lesson in one now has to go to Europe to beat some indie car. And there's, oh yeah, there's a British secret car agency that's also involved somehow. I and guess it makes James it Bond references like, or something. This is, <laughs> yeah, of course. Pretty you know much, what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. And then, you know, I don't, I have no, I honestly, I haven't, I've seen no trailers. I know, I know nothing about was. what this new one so uh, there was a um uh I, I'm, I'm not you just said that about part two I, i've seen the whole part i'm remembering parts of it now there was a scene where i believe a car was killed um oh, or geez, grind up like, i was like 
Oh. <laughs> did they good. do that? I don't even know that scene, but did they do something cheesy where, like, the oil was spilling out of him or some shit? Like, like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, sure that. Like, it's like, what? Did, any, did you guys see the Brave Little Toaster? Remember the scene with the... Yeah, of brave. course, yeah. But I saw the don't first you, one, remember anyway. The there was a bunch the after that. Remember the scene in the landfill where the all the cars are, like, being smashed? It reminds me of that. I think... I think I think John yeah, Lasseter uh, directed that movie, so I wouldn't be surprised if they use like the same, yeah, same shot of tropes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean they kind of did that with um, Toy Toy Story um, when they're like were uh, what, what scene was it? Like they were like, I think they were all about to die. Like they had to like get out of some sort of like. Buzz Lightyear was like I want to say that was part two and there was like some toys that were getting destroyed because they were old or something and like right, yeah. yeah like they were trying to save it yes the one was trying to save the other from being destroyed or something like that I don't remember but yeah it was yeah yeah they, they, there's you know pretty much you know Disney films have always they've always had dark th- fan theories and stuff like that Cars is probably the most um interesting ones that i've ever run across like even in this um article it mentions like if you notice in some of the car like i believe in cars one and two the uh cars have handles they're like door handles so that means humans did exist <laughs> in that because it kind of makes no sense to like if it's a society of cars <laughs> why do you need door handles you know what i'm saying like who like but who's getting That's in <laughs> like what can they possibly use it for like you know what i'm saying like um it just that, like that's that was like huh this is just kind of fucked up yeah that's kind of true what the f-? <laughs> you know and even like i've always found it kind of weird and claustrophobic that the main uh protagonist of the sh- of the movie um, yeah. what was his name lightning mcqueen or something like that he he like he dr- he travels from circuit to circuit in the back of this like um truck but it's like so narrow that's where he mm-hmm. just goes and just and chills <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i was like that i mean i know he's a car he doesn't he probably doesn't feel like he's confined in it I'm, I'm, I'm acting like this thing actually fucking exists but i'm just saying just to like just me as a human is like no even the truck is alive too it's like, like a, oh like it's his friend that he's inside yeah he's like i'm gonna let <laughs> you inside. now think about that yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Like, now think about that. That car was inside that truck. What does that tell everybody? Stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but no, like I said before the show, man, like people have been doing this for Disney movies since Disney movies were Disney movies. Like people have been doing this since Wizard of Oz. They've been doing this since... Um, you know, like in Wizard of Oz, there's a bunch of them where, like, there's a dude hanging themselves in the oh, background. Or, oh. uh, like, yeah, like, no, there's I've some really, it, oh, dude, there's I, some I dark ones true. with, with, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, well, you, well, the, the, somebody, like, part. has a video <laughs> of it happening, but, uh, well, and and then like they'll try to say that the new remastered versions it was cut over and like edited out and and blah blah blah, and that the original is the only one that has it, and who fucking knows? But it, like they've been doing this for Disney movies. All I'm trying to say is they've been doing this for 
a long time trying to take something that's innocent and turn it dark you know what i mean like that's that's why we saw batman go from this ping pow to i'm batman like it's (laughs) it's somebody taking something that was bright and colorful and wanting to do something different and dark with it and it's like you know yeah whatever man that's that's pretty much what i chalk it up to yeah it's always something you know because i guess because disney's such a huge entity and they just you know uh, much of our childhood is with like with them, you know. So it's I, uh, you know, I can see people, you know, as they grow up and stuff like that, just see all these weird. What what I always like, liked about Disney, besides like that, you know, yeah, everybody thinks right. of them as like, oh, they're just known for like, you know, Mickey Mouse and Happy Fairy Tale, you know, musical movies, but they're not afraid to take risks. And like one thing I loved about every every Disney movie, the villain always had like gruesome ending i mean most of them they're always falling to their death but you know they're not afraid to oh they're not afraid yeah <laughs> they're not afraid to go there like i remember <laughs> they're not afraid to go like there. the there's um, there's one Car- disney movie uh the black cauldron it's like nobody knows about it because it wasn't it wasn't that great of a movie and it's like super underrated uh, but I remember, like, the main villain, I think he's called, like, the Leech King, or the Lich King, he, like, basically has his skin ripped off in a cauldron, <laughs> or some shit. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it came Was out, like, in the 80s. It uh, it's a weird, weird movie. It's, it's a one movie, like, nobody knows about. It was the movie that almost made Disney go bankrupt, I think, in the eighties. Yeah. Really? Wow. That was like the last movie I think before they started like the whole Renaissance. Like, uh, I think Little Mermaid pretty much saved Disney Uh, (laughs) from bankruptcy. (laughs) Interesting. Well, yeah, another thing oh. we learned. Actually, I heard of <laughs> the Great Mouse Detective. Wow, that that was supposedly, but... <laughs> Great Mouse. Oh, I remember that. That was. I remember that. Was, yeah. Yeah, 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 Little Mermaid kind of like started the yeah. whole renaissance and said, "Oh, let's go back to doing animated musicals." <laughs> Which you know, I everybody like, likes musicals. I love musicals, but you either love or hate them. <laughs> I mean, I like them too. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, guys, we are out of time. Um, don't forget to check out the show on GameRebellion.com. That's where you find most, if not all, of our, um, you know, very, very previous episodes and stuff like that. Um, you know, check out their communities, check out their other podcasts, check out their really great written articles and stuff like that. Um, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music Play as well. Or just, you know, whatever your favorite podcatcher is, app, whatever. Just type in the Pondry Nerdcast and you will find us. Um, you know, so that shouldn't be too hard. You know, it's easy, right? Just type it in. Boom. There you go. Um, but, you know, we appreciate you guys for listening. And until next time, guys, we love you and appreciate you. Uh, well, I don't know if we love you. But okay. I love, love you. I love you. Nobody love you. <laughs> <laughs> loves you. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye for now. Three seashells. <laughs> <laughs>